Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. My name is Stephen Beckman. I'm the chief executive nobody of the Mesh News Project. The Mesh News Project is the mothership of the Pro 2.0 podcast. You can hear more episodes of the Pro 2.0 podcast without an app at the address of podcasts with an S, podcasts dot COINTELPRO, the number two, and then zero spelled out, that's Z-E-R-O. So that's podcasts dot COINTELPRO, the number two, Z-E-R-O dot com. There's also some companion videos we have for the, the COINTELPRO 2.0, and that is at videos with an S, videos dot COINTELPRO, the number two, and then Z-E-R-O dot com, as well as just the online resource center that is COINTELPRO, the number two, and then ZERO.com. That is a great resource with articles and videos and podcasts all in one. And that is for people who are targets of gang stalking, mobbing, workplace harassment, um, tips and tricks and strategies for whistleblowers and government leakers and even journalists who might be under the thumb of oppressive means or uh, a large group of people who would employ these tactics even on the corporate side, seeing as COINTELPRO 2.0 tactics are also used on targets that, you know, a corporation might deem as a threat or what have you. And since the commercialization of the military industrial complex, these services are available to those who run in those kinds of circles. So visit the website, check out the resource. That's COINTELPRO, the number two, ZERO.com. Hey, my name is Stephen Beckman. This is the COINTELPRO 2.0 podcast. Um, I am the CEN or the chief executive nobody of the Mesh News Project. You can find the Mesh News Project at meshnews.org. Mesh News is the mothership to COINTELPRO 2.0. You can catch the COINTELPRO 2.0 podcast at podcasts with an S dot COINTELPRO, the number two, and then the word zero spelled out Z-E-R-O dot com. You can check out our video series at videos with an S, videos dot COINTELPRO, the number two, Z-E-R-O dot com. And then our online guide full of articles and resources at COINTELPRO, the number two, Zero.com. Being in the program of COINTELPRO, I can tell you my journey has had just a wide assortment of things happen to me while in this program. I've had my bank accounts frozen. I've had an active denial service weapon used on me to keep me from walking into major media outlets in downtown L.A., I've been censored on multiple social platforms. I've been subjected to radiation assaults nearly daily. And that's not microwave assaults, that's radiation assaults. That's different. I'm subjected to constant poisonings, druggings, a massive years-long smear campaign, being blacklisted and unable to pursue a career, which I have my degree and practice for seven years before getting into the program. I've had my privacy made a novelty for others. 
and mainstream media and media puppets of our intelligence services reinforce these smears, which are completely baseless. And then I had to wage an anti-smear campaign to correct this information. I've been given false medical care countless times. I fought three attempts at corrupt psych staff trying to declare me mentally unfit, forcing me to spend thousands of dollars of money that you don't really have in this program to go through independent and accredited uh, psychoanalysts, etc., to verify that these are things that are happening to me and, and not some delusion. I've been arrested on false charges and held on $100,000 bail, which was only an opportunity for law enforcement to instruct in-jail gangs to try to kill me per the guard's instructions. I then had to go to this pretend trial and beat these false charges, only to tarnish my record, making it unable for me to also gain just basic employment. The key like to keep you broke in this program. I've been stalked across state lines and county lines and daily within my own community where I live. And in a desperate attempt to silence or even possibly murder me, I was struck with a car to send a message to shut my mouth. Reasons Others are told of these horrible things and abuses happen to me are just carefully planned out logical fallacies to pacify of which all have been debunked. And I have the receipts. I'm not invited to my own trial because I hold the receipts to facts. Now you can learn more about me personally, view these receipts and see a light shine on how government silences those that it sees as a threat and those who blow the whistle on government corruption at knowstephenbeckman.com. That being said, let's move forward with this podcast episode. Hey, you guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. I'm going to try to make this one quick uh, and get straight to the cut to the chase. Um... You are going to go through this program and it's going to get to a point where, like I said, they they basically dismantle your life, reverse Maslow's hierarchy of needs. They take Maslow's hierarchy of needs and they go in reverse. And that's how that's literally the it's like a guideline. And we're in different tiers of the pyramid, Maslow's pyramid, hierarchy of needs. Go ahead and Google that while you're listening to my annoying voice. Google Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And basically that is the way that they, that's the f- f- pretty much like a guideline format of how someone, how these guys dismantle your life. They start at the top and all the things that equal up to those things in your life. And then the next one and the next tier. And then slowly you're at the very bottom tier and you're just white knuckling it to just barely survive. You're going to, now, while going through this, you, they're like I said, they're gonna put you. They're gonna put you on a employment blacklists. And here's the thing: people who subscribe to that kind of shit, like businesses who 
pay attention to blacklists and stuff like that. Um, they don't even know, most of those don't even know why you're on it. Um, or it can just be a bullshit reason or somebody just doesn't like you and puts you on the list. That can just be a thing. And, um, those people don't care. They just see your name there for some reason. I've had, I've had people, I'm about to start a job, right? While going through this and I was just so happy. Right. And I had to go outside of like the internet keep, that's a key factor. I had to go outside of the internet to, to obtain some of these, to set, to obtain like a job, uh, because I was pretty sure that they were filtering my correspondence, et cetera. And I was right. But so I went and outside me. So what do they do? They first, they bombarded this company with people trying to like, they have a, they have this method. The first they try honey and then they try the stick. And I'll give you an example, honey and the stick. Um, first they, um, try to be nice to you and try to get you to see their way of thinking and see if they can't convince you to follow along with them. And if that doesn't work, then they'll try intimidation and, um, tactics to harm you and your business or you and your, your, your way of life. Like you didn't, you didn't go, you didn't. You were more, you were mentally strong enough to resist. Hey, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Just because you're saying, you know, these crazy things about this guy or what have you doesn't mean they're true. He's not in jail. Um, none of this stuff adds up, etc. Right? So if you resist that and then they will try the stick. And this happened on, from one company I tried, uh, I got a job with. Pardon me. Um, my nose is stuffy. So there's this guy and he hired me, you know, it was very short within like two months. He was, he had to let me go. First off, he told me, yeah, some people kept calling me and telling me that I shouldn't hire you. Can you, you know, tell me why they were saying that stuff, Steve? And I was like, yeah. Um, at the time I didn't have full context of my situation. All I know is that the people that I met and the, in, and the interactions that I had with them, I didn't know I was in a thing, you know, but I was like, yeah, this, this guy, um, we had this, uh, he was one of my clients when I was still running my business and he like purposefully went out of his way to make, make sure the, um, the, 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 the project failed on purpose. He was sabotaging stuff and, um, you know, and it, and it went upside down and, he wouldn't admit that he was purposely trying to sabotage this project. Uh, I mean, and uh, I think he was using somebody else's money. And then he came back. He came to me at like the 11th hour and told me he wanted all sorts of, you know, he wanted to figure out how he could get all sorts of res uh, all sorts of response. But he wanted to hand me $300 and he wanted me to do $10,000 with the marketing that he didn't listen to me. Uh, that I was trying to tell him that he needed over the past six months of this project. But then he just, like I said, 11th hour, he's like, I need this kind of result. Tell me how I can get this result. And so I was like, okay, well, this is the only way to do it. If you want, if that's all you care about and it's cheating and you know what I'm saying, you should have been doing this stuff that I've been trying to do this whole time. I explained that situation to him because that was just, like I said, I didn't know I was in a whole thing. I just thought there was this really toxic guy. I didn't know he was part of this larger, um, kind of 
production of trying to squish me because there are some people, um, not only, you know, with the extortion, that was a totally small, uh, separate local issue, but, um, that, you know, there was somebody who was going to, that's a prominent figure in American politics and their, uh, their seed was going to run for office. And anyways, I didn't know all that stuff was going on. I just thought it was just a toxic guy. And so first he tried to convince this guy not to hire me. And then after I was working with him for like two months, all of a sudden all of his clients started dropping him and saying they couldn't work with him anymore and pulling their money out of his business, etc. What these people, what happened was people who were, uh, what's it called? Tied into, um, on behalf of, you know, the Bushes and Cheneys, etc. those people were getting intimidated and they were being scared that this company, that this guy were in and provided services for these larger companies. Um, they started just pulling out. People started pulling their money out like crazy. And these were bigger, believe it or not, uh, a couple of blue chip companies and some other, you know, mid-sized level companies, but they just started pulling pulling, 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 pulling. And, um, later he was told, you know what I'm saying? You get your business back as soon as you let, uh, let Steve go. And that was just one of the ways that they intimidated people to make them not, uh, not employ me. And it was pretty fucking crazy, dude, that, um, that was how they went, but basically he didn't take the honey. He didn't take, you know what I'm saying? Them trying to convince him and trying to scare him using words or whatever. So then they used the stick. Then they started destroying his company and ability to make a living. And then after first they did a bunch of devastating stuff. Right. And then after that happened, then they're like, and this is why, um, you need to get rid of that guy. He needs to not be your employee anymore. You need, you need to let him go. And uh, then he got the stick. But, on, but you know, only after they they hit him with that blow. So that's how crazy it'll get. If they can't put you on a blacklist, if they can't um, at the federal level, uh, using like DHS or what have you, whoever does policing of the internet, if they can't filter your communication, somehow you still get through their blockade. And it's crazy because everything's online now. Um, they have people who will go in, first try to win the hearts and minds and try to uh, use manipulation to garner rapport with someone to get them to no longer um, support you, etc. Or B, if that doesn't work, then they'll call in the big guns and then have people... They'll try to figure out a way to then bring that business down. And first, and it's, and it's like a war tactic. First, they deal a devastating blow. They let you try to figure out, yo, what's going on, what have you. And then they'll come in and let you know this is happening because of this. Do you want us to do this? Do you want us to do, us to do this some more? And then after, after that, they, then, you know, that's how they get people to kind of be like, okay, well, then I'll let this guy go. I don't. You know what I'm saying? I've only known him for a couple of months. And if this is what's going to... I'm not trying to get involved in his drama or whatever. But it's basically just the U.S. government. But since the people that 
definitely wanted me to eat shit every day, um, definitely are, you know, swinging high on the food chain. Um, they can make just a couple of call phone calls and really do some damage to whatever company. It's unfortunate. So, anyways, so they're gonna, it's gonna be hard for you to get employment. I mean, there was a time when I couldn't even get a job as a fucking dishwasher. No bullshit. I'm not, like, you have to understand, even though I could, I mean, you know, I have a marketing pedigree and I'm certified up the, the behind. Um, I have a million, not a million, but I have dozens of, uh, qualification, um, skill test completed with all high marks and stuff like that. I have these all posted on all my Indeeds and my, and my, um, my LinkedIn and whatever showing that I know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Aside from my certifications, which also prove that I take all these assessment tests and I post the scores. Um, these are nationally recognized assessment tests and I have an 11 year, um, career history and I have an educational pedigree with my bachelor's degree. Um, it doesn't matter. I just, you know, if I need to make money, I need to make money. I don't need to, if I come into, a, I'm not above, I'm not above scrubbing a toilet if I need to make money. But I even attempted to get those kinds of jobs and those were absolutely, um, kept from me. And I, you know, I'm saying they just, if, if you don't have money, you don't have options. Do you know what I'm saying? Because we're a consumer society. So if you don't have money, you, you can't resist. And um, there was many times when I couldn't find work, and which was on purpose, because like I said, they filter your communications. They'll put you on blacklists. They will, if you still get hired by a company and they're not, and they don't participate in blacklists or whatever, then what they will do is then and first try to go in there and try to convince them through various means of manipulation to not hire you. And then if that doesn't work, then they'll start um, chopping away at the business. And that's unfortunate. But uh, you have to understand many of the fortune 500 companies, a large number of them have been significantly infiltrated or are started by the you know intelligence community um what happens usually is you know like uh especially a company with like a groundbreaking technology or whatever usually it was developed by like darpa or cia or something like that and then they do research on it and they realize oh there's a large market for it and the there's a large consumer market for this you know, not so much as it won't be useful to the U.S. military, but we can commercialize this. And then so what they'll do is they'll then create a story and they'll create a company, whatever, because that's another means also for not only making money, but um, for also more, um, especially if it's in an industry with in a market segment, which they don't have, they don't feel like they have full um control over or what have you then definitely strategic and but there's lots of fortune 500 countries companies that are are like very infiltrated just like the cia admitted in the church committee hearings that they've infiltrated the media etc i don't know if you've ever seen uh video of the church committee hearings anyways 
So there's lots of large companies with very direct ties with the U.S. government. And many growing companies rely on those larger companies to provide services, to provide financing, etc. And if the government wants, and if you're a big enough pain in the ass, they can just make fucking phone calls. And then those larger companies will make it harder for those medium-sized companies um, to do business or what have you. And will kind of really destroy a business very, uh, very quickly. Um, or just like with you trying to gain employment since everything's down the internet, like even getting a job at, you know, a grocery store, you still have to go online and fill out an app or whatever. Everything's done online. Um, especially if that business that you're working for relies on online sales, they can absolutely retard their traffic. They can make things that happen on the user side, like look, make it look like the website doesn't work. Um, they could hack the business and then, um, release people's credit card info that's already in their database. Like there's so many ways that they can screw the business. So then after a while you'll realize like, oh, well, so they're just going to make it so I can't make money anywhere. Your next thought is going to be, well, if you can't beat them, join them, I'll just start a business and do it myself. Well, you have to consider some things when you're like, oh, I'll just start my own business and do it myself. You have to consider some things. One of those things is they control your internet. They control... So, I'm sorry, but there's not one business you can that you can come up with that doesn't require the internet either to be found or to describe your services or to look legitimate or to, you know, set up like Yelp pages or get listed on the search engine because no one has a phone book anymore. Do you know what I'm saying? But since they can they can literally control search engine results, they can, you know how YouTube will bury independent creators that doesn't support mainstream narratives and the algorithm and stuff like that. Well, they'll do the same thing but with your business. So like so you start your own business thinking, well, like they can't they won't let me have a job, so I'll create my own job. And believe me, I've been there. But what they'll do is they'll retard your business in the search engine results. They'll hack your website. They'll put um, all sorts of crazy shit on your, uh, if they can, like, if you, you know what I'm saying, um, have a website that they can hack, they'll, they'll put all sorts of cookies in it. They'll figure out who's using, who's who's looking into using your business. Um, they will s do some things like, They'll figure out, okay, what is his business? Okay, well, then how could we cause this guy's business to go under? Or how can we have him accrue a cost or whatever? So they'll set up bait clients or what have you for your business. And then those people will be just the worst while they're do you're dealing with them. It'll be the huge pain in the ass. But at the same time... Um, most intelligence agencies know what are the, the, the pivot points for a business. And so they know what are certain ways that other businesses like yours have gotten in trouble because they didn't cross a T or dot an I, or maybe they got scammed by a client or whatever. They'll find out and then they'll scam your business like that. Uh, they'll make you have to like, you know what I'm saying? Um, let's say you have a client and they give you a bunch of image files and they say that these are all cleared or they own the rights to these or whatever, but they don't. And then, but that was just like a conversation you had. And so then they will have you use all these images, let's say for a website, whatever. And then what they'll do is then they will literally tell on themselves and be and and 
go like to Corbis or Getty Images and be like, this guy is using all these images and he doesn't have the copyrights for them. Um, but they'll tell on themselves. Meanwhile, you have to understand, if you understand what's going on with that signature reduction, you can go and type that in, press pause on my, uh, uh, on my knowing voice and type in that signature reduction, Pentagon signature reduction. It shows you that the Pentagon maintains a small army of like 60, 70,000 spooks and they run cover businesses. They maintain fake identities, etc. So they can just create these shell companies or whatever to, to, uh, initiate this situation. And then what they'll do is then, you know, they'll, they'll have Getty image, like Getty images or Corbis or whatever will then contact them and say, Hey, we, you need to pay for all these images. This is like, you know, $25,000 worth of image rights that you don't have and you're using them. And we will, um, we will settle for $15,000, settle this, um, or we can get litigious with this. And, you know, they're large corporations and they win a lot and they know that. So they just send letters and they just tell you, pay this amount and this will be over. Then what that client will say is, oh, well, I don't know who I, I didn't approve this. I didn't make this. I didn't make this website or whatever. And then they will pass the buck on to you. And now you're trying to start this business, get out of the gate. And it's this, you know, it's this toxic situation that they set up. And they're not worried about it. They're getting their ass protected by the U.S. government, whatever. But they'll set up situations like that. They will, you know, if it's not big dollar stuff, um, they will say that you broke something of theirs or whatever. Like, they're just going to constantly be throwing you these nightmare clients, these nightmare customers, whatever, for out of your businesses. You have to be aware of that. Um, they're also going to... First, they're going to step on your business. If they know what you're going to do to try to promote yourself to make money, they're going to step on you and then get a and then get a head start and then let you go. But only after they stepped on you here. Here's another example I can give you. Um, I was laying low at a family member's house and I couldn't get a job anywhere. Literally dishwasher jobs I was applying for. I didn't want to be a burden on the people I was with, but I just it was just crazy. So I was like, well, this person lived next, uh, this person lived close to, uh, one of those 55 plus communities where it's not, they're not disabled, but they're just older and they don't want to like whatever. And I was still younger, able-bodied. I was in my thirties. I'm 40 now. I'm fucking so old. Anyways. So I was like, well, fuck, I'll just, cause I could literally could not get a fucking job anywhere. So I literally was like how do I make money? And I don't want to be a burden on these people, this family that I'm living with because I was literally trying to just lay low. I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like this shit that was happening was a nightmare, but they kept me from making money. It was just a, it was just a pain in the ass. So I was like, I'm surrounded by a bunch of older people. Older people just like to pay people to get shit done, whether it's honeydew or it's yard work or it's fixing roof tiles or, I mean, I used to work construction. I, I know I, I talk about office people jobs, but that was only until I got out of college in 08. Like up until 08, all my jobs were like, you know, I worked doing tile. I, you know what I'm saying? I was, I, I was an electrician's assistant. Um, you know, I did demo work, which is like, you know, breaking down a job site or whatever 
to set up for the new build or whatever. like I work blue collar jobs. So, I, you know, I, I don't have a problem getting my hands dirty. So I was just like, I just made a whole bunch of flyers and I was going to go and pass them out to all these, you know, seniors and then say, Hey, if you need anything done around your house, if you, you know, saying I know how to work on cars, um, that was also something I learned how to do because, you know, I didn't have a bunch of money to be wasting on getting my car fixed. I had to learn to fix my own cars. Uh, you know, if you need your brakes done or blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, and I went to go pass this out. And what happened was for once they, once the guys who were monitoring me across the street, like I said, they rented the house across the street. It was crazy. Knew what I was going to do because they started, saw me like making flyers on the computer over there at the house. And I was printing them up. Literally, I was so desperate for work. That's what I was going to do. Um, they blasted me with radiation for like three days. Um, it was crazy. And you know what I'm saying? They don't need to constantly blast you with it, but they, if they hit you real hard, right, they'll ambush you. If you go out to the grocery store or, you know what I'm saying? They'll have a car drive by you as you're walking down the street. If you're trying to go get a stroll, like a walk. That's how they can do it. And it's silent. The crazy thing about a radiation attack is it's absolutely silent. It's invisible. Only the person who gets shot with it knows. It's not like a drive-by shooting, but it does crazy damage to your body. It completely drags on you. Like, I mean, I fucking, for the past like week and a half, I've just not even done the news. I usually, I love doing the news. I've been like, being hit by this radiation shit nonstop and it just it makes it so you literally just don't want to do anything you just feel like such dog shit man it's so horrible it's so gnarly so anyways they blasted me pretty hard with the radiation shit and i was out of commission for like three days literally the day i was like i'm gonna get up in the morning I'm gonna pass out all these fucking flyers i'm gonna go to like community center I'm going to find out the, all the other, you know, 55 plus communities. I was, I was not going to be pushed down by these people, but that's how desperate I was to make money. I was just like, well, they're, they're filtering my internet. Um, what is the last thing I could do? And I was trying to think of like, well, I could fucking do this. I'll do this. I don't care. I don't care. Like I'm not above anything. I don't think I'm better than anybody. I don't think I'm better than any job. Um, there's some people who just like, oh, well, I would never, but like, look, dude, I don't, I need, I'm a, I'm a fucking survivor, dog. Like I'm not, I don't, I don't have a, I, I don't, yeah, I'm not on a fucking pedestal anyway. So I was like, I'm going to do this and they blast me with that shit. And then what did they do the, the day that I was supposed to, um, the, the, after the three days after I recovered from the radiation attacks. Because literally, I could just, like, all I could do was lay down and just be miserable. And um, so then I started to walk around the, the neighborhoods and passing the stuff out. And what they did, because I had super low budget, so I'm using black and white Xeroxes. Because I had no money. None. Um, I was using just crappy black and white Xeroxes. And I was like, this is just going to have to do. And I don't know anybody who's like doing this, doing this for this, this, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, you know what I'm saying? There's no like company going around, blah, 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 blah. So I started doing that. And what they did was they created a, 
similar service literally three days before uh, uh, uh three days before they use those three days after they um blasted me to make up these very high dollar um like placard uh, like 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 professional postcards and what have you I mean, I have a design background, but you know what I'm saying? It's also about the print quality. I mean, handing out Z black and white Xerox is a lot different than stuff that's professionally printed on like 14 point card stock. Um, we full color matte blend, blah, blah, blah. Like, and they went around and they were passing this stuff out and it was the same exact services. But, and uh, they saw me working on my shit on the computer. So they saw all these prices for things that I had. So it was all like, just a, just it was super high 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 quality of this thing that the uh, the the very same service and they called it like Mr. Tuxedo service or something it was it was weird uh it it was like it looked really good uh for what it was and they literally went the day before me and just blanketed all the neighborhoods with the same shit and so I would come through there looking like dog shit with even though it was a silly service right and it was a total moonshot but they did that just in case people happened to use me because they figured it out that i figured out how to get around their internet thing to make money and i was trying to think of okay what's this demographic what do these people need what can i provide um design this stuff up i literally went to kinko's and just made xerox because that's all i literally could afford if I was going to pass out a large number of them and these people, they passed it out like full color, both sides. Um, these like five by seven postcards and they were just on everyone's doorstep. And, um, you know, I would trying to go door to door like, no, no, if I have anything, I'm going to pick these guys right here. You know, these guys already came through. Thank you very much. Like, but they did that. They first hit me with the radiation shit after they saw what uh, my strategy was. Because, like I said, they hack all your shit. And they were just literally watching me from across the street. And then they're like, okay, so how do we counteract this? It's kind of like, you know how China, uh, we had the hoverboards. And then China copied the hoverboards. And then they were everywhere. First, they were, like, expensive things. But then, all of a sudden, they became super cheap. And whatever they, like, they, they undercut me. And they did it faster. Um than me and then they made it they 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 delayed me a couple of days so i couldn't moonshot possibly trying to help some lady around the uh the neighborhood that sounds silly but you have to understand i was li i could not use the internet they were blocking all my communications this is the u.s government doing this so i couldn't do anything i was so desperate for money and i didn't have any unemployment um, left, I, I burned all that out. So I was just fucking desperate. I wasn't even getting callbacks for dishwasher jobs for Walmart jobs, like nothing. So I tried this desperate attempt and they, they saw what I was doing ahead of me and they, you know what I'm saying? They already tried to poison the well that way. And then I was even, um, when I even talked to a couple of people when I was literally going door to door, like so old school, bro. So, you know, like the last time I did this is when I was in like junior high and I used to mow lawns and I made up a bunch of uh, uh, Xerox flyers over at the liquor store. And I would just like I was very entrepreneurial in my junior high and my junior high days. 
Uh, I bought a used lawnmower and I just, you know what I'm saying? That's just how I made money. But, um, yeah, super old school door to door. Hey, I got this service. If you need anything, I'm able bodied. I'll help you. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, it it was the most desperate thing, but I literally could not make a dime anywhere. They do this because if they limit your ability to make money, then they limit your ability to make, have options, which means, you know, now they're going, you're not their prisoner. And that's the crazy thing is now that we've sh- shifted over to the digital economy, um, everything happens online now. Even if you're going to get like a handyman services, which is basically what I was offering, um, everything, you, you look for that person on the internet. You get their phone number from the internet, whatever. But when the government controls all that and they control your business's exposure, etc. Um, they can just disable that. And it's a huge, that whole shift of how our con is a huge upper hand to the U S government because maybe they can't lock your bank accounts. Maybe they legally, they can't lock your bank accounts. Maybe legally, you know, they can't do lots of things, but what they can do is make it so you can't make any more money. And who's to say that the U.S. government is doing it? How are you going to prove it? Oh, yeah? Prove it. Prove that the government hacked the system that it created for, for, for digital commerce. Prove that the government is burying you in the algorithm. You can't prove that. You're going to go on everyone's computer in town to prove that? You can't prove that. Do you know what I'm saying? What they do is they use these tools and they'll hamper your business. And, um, they even hammered me trying to get money outside of their system. I was like, man, I got to think old school. I got to think of like, if it was the nineties, how would I make money? You know what I'm saying? And I was totally broken. I started thinking of like, oh, well, what did I, I used to mow lawns back in the day and I da da da. So you need to understand if you're, you're going to get to the, you're going to get to a point where the U S government's going to say, uh, make it so you can't make money. Um, what are you going to do? You're like, oh, I'm going to start my own business. You have to understand. They'll bury you in the search algorithm. They'll make it so you don't even show up. They'll delete you from the the, the, the Google spider. You know what I'm saying? To crawl, you, to crawl your website so it gets listed online. Um, they'll shadow ban your business if you list it on Yelp or whatever. They will hack your website. They will um, put spyware on your website. So when people visit your website, it'll inject spyware on there because they're interested. Like, who's who's working with this guy? We're trying everything we can to, like, fuck this dude. So we want to know everyone who's supporting him. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, uh, I mean, in my case, like I told you, they completely froze my bank accounts for an entire for the entire month of September. Once they, because they knew that that was my plan date for my last movie, which I did talk about, uh, Liz Cheney and the Bushes, et cetera, in my last movie. Cause it just ties in, man. Unfortunately, those two families, they really had a plan before he, homeboy even got into office, that whole project for a new American century. And it's like, it's crazy that something that was a think tank is now like a, is now like a a a, a, a hundred year long business plan essentially being fulfilled by you know I guess what you would call deep state actors or what have you people who stay in government a lot well, a lot longer than administrations etc and it's just kind of crazy but regardless 
I don't want to go chasing that rabbit. If you do try to start a business trying to get out of this hole and you don't know what's going on or whatever, you need to understand there's going to be a million ways that they can make that fail. So I'm not trying to say don't stop fighting because fuck, I don't. They can fucking, you know what I'm saying? Suck it, man. Um, I mean, they're, they're really having me live in fucking squalor, man. Um, fuck. I'll tell you what, man. I get so tired of eating shit. Fuck, it never, I never not hate eating shit. Like, don't, I'm not a, but at the same time, like, you just can't break me. But there's just a million ways for them to get you to not be able to make money. Because in a consumer society, if you're not making money, you don't have options. And eventually, someone's not just going to go make money for, to just give it to you. You know what I'm saying? People don't care about your problems. Um, but how do you explain that, you know, something that is being done exclusively to you and also people don't give a shit about your problems. That's the one thing. The older you get, the more people just, well, hey man, this seems like a lot of fucking hassle. I don't know what fucking bad juju is circling around you, but get that shit away from me. Um, do you know what I'm saying? And let's say you do have a supportive family member. They will start to sabotage that family member's ability to make money. So it's a struggle. They just don't quit, especially if you're on the government's fucking shit list. They just don't quit. So that's something you have to be prepared for. Um, you know, I, I'm not above literally working anywhere to make money, but they will make it so you just absolutely cannot. Um, even if you try to go offline um, they will literally do like what they did to me, where they figured out what I was going to do and then they needed to buy some time because they were just like, well, we'll just make a better product and for cheaper. That's literally a winning strategy. And literally that is, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, it, it's a, it's a very key business strategy. So they saw all the things that I made, all the, all the things that I, were, was doing, and then they just went and made it way better, and they made it just a little bit cheaper than me, and then they went ahead of me and all the and the neighborhoods that I was planning to go, and they literally did that. Um, and I saw, you know, what I'm saying them putting that shit before me. So even if you try to go offline, they'll go out of their way, and they use this crew. Well, some people are saying that they were also using because we have a large naval base here. And the Navy is a bunch of... They're a bunch of badasses. Um, their intelligence, you know, is pretty... It's pretty rivaled to the, uh, their intelligence... Um, division, I guess you would call it. Is pretty rivaled to the fucking CIA, believe it or not. The Navy's got a bunch of badasses, man. Like, they're... Yeah. But from what I was hearing, all this crazy shit that was going on here was also being helped by a bunch of CBs going into the community and taking up roles in the community at different stores and different essential worker jobs, etc. And they fanned out into the community from out from the bases and stuff. But so from what I was hearing, those people 
plus those signature reduction, the Pentagon's type that, I mean, it's crazy that, you know, Newsweek broke that story. This guy was studying this shit for like two years. And finally, you know what I'm saying? He, he finally found the smoking gun that the, the Pentagon has this thou like what is it, 60 or 70,000 strong army of spooks of people trained in intelligence and field intelligence and they move them around the country and then they have them placed strategically in different areas of the country for clandestine operations at behest of the Pentagon for large military exercises. So it's it, it's and it's larger than this. The CIA has something for semi-large kind of um, applications, but 70,000 strong, it's a sports stadium. Do you know what I'm saying? You fan that out in the community in a bunch of community, in a bunch of essential worker jobs, etc. Or, you know what I'm saying? Key people in the communities, they set them up with like a fake business. They set them up with fake identities. You need to read that article. It's, it's amazing. Um, but those people were um, on my ass constantly. And it was pretty nuts, man. But yeah, just if you're going to start your own business, just understand they have a million ways to stomp on that. Um, the way commerce works now is primarily through the internet. And if the government filters and controls the internet, it doesn't matter. Like, let's say Twitter is Twitter, but Twitter uses the government's pipes to get to you. Do you understand? Facebook is Facebook, but Facebook uses the government's pipe or the infrastructure. Everything goes through some NSA filtering monitoring system. Then it goes to like a regional FBI fusion center. And then from the FBI fusion center, it goes to like a local law enforcement, internet uh, enforcement division. Like all it goes through a series of filters your internet does. So even if something get, doesn't get centered, censored at Google's headquarters for the algorithm, whatever, like all that shit moves through the government's pipes. So there's a series of sensors where they can filter and censor that shit. So you, you can't always, you, you know, something's getting censored or whatever on whatever platform. You can't just shake your finger at the platform. You have to also understand that they're using the government's pipes and the government has strong armed all platforms, whether that be a job seat, all, all like most of these big job platforms, etc., they're all owned by very large companies that are tied into the government. And the government, you know, back this was all about Snowden's leaks, you understand? Um, all these large companies that own these internet properties, they have to bend the knee. You know what I'm saying? They have to bend the knee. Uh, to to play ball that was essentially the prism program prism with a p prism program that edward snowden that's why he, that's literally why the dude is in russia is he exposed how the government is strong arming all these large online platforms to bend the knee and allow the u.s government to filter their shit and they have to let them into there and then we learned with the twitter files there's literally like a very interpersonal relationship between the intelligence communities and um, the platforms. So you really have to understand they're just they're they're just you're and you rely on these things. You rely on social media. You rely on the algorithms to promote your business, etc. I mean, you really have to understand um, they're going to make it so you can't make a dime if you start your own business. It's going to be a fucking struggle. 
And if you do get a client, if you do get a job or whatever, they're going to try to sabotage. They're going to try to make you incur a cost. They're going to probably, they're going to, you know, link you up with somebody who's so happy. They're going to link you up with some people who might going to set you up, you know, to try to sabotage something or make you incur a cost or whatever that you can't afford. That's going to make you close your door. Like, you just have to be prepared for that. The U.S. government is absolutely um, in charge of... Hold on a second. I gotta see if I can get out of here. Can I get out of here still? <laughs> nope. The U.S. government absolutely um, is uh, has control over everything that happens. Um, and if they need you to be poor, I remember. Speaking of, I remember when I was going through this and then we, I started conversing with, believe it or not, they use a lot of fake accounts to communicate with me. The guys who are doing like the tech part of my, you know, government babysitting. They use a lot of fake accounts to say things to me. Um, they use, uh, they'll, they'll start, um, queuing up they'll start um like playlisting my algorithm um i go i go over all the, all this in an earlier podcast i really hope you guys are listening to the podcast from the beginning up to now otherwise if you guys are just cherry picking this stuff it doesn't make sense and i can't backtrack on everything but i have podcasts where i bring out all the receipts etc and i just don't want to do that but it got to a point where we were communicating online and I remember them saying something to me. Um, one of the guys said, this was his exact words. He says, I need you to be small. He's like, if you want to live through this, you have to be small. And I was like, and I remember responding and I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, the people who are paying us to do this to you if they do not feel like you're a threat, you will. You might be able to live through this. And I was like, holy fuck. And so he's like, and that's why I need you to be small. You can't, they don't even want to, you, it does, they don't even want to make, they don't even want to think that you possibly have money to do something that they can't predict, do something that will jeopardize what it is they're trying to do. So I need you, I remember he was saying, he just kept repeating, I need you to be small. If you want to live, I need you to be small. I couldn't fucking believe that shit, dude. It was so bananas. But yeah, I remember him saying, if you want to live, I need you to be small. So fucking crazy, dude. So anyways, though, like, just understand these are all the ways that they could fuck you. You're going to think, well, I can't make any money. I can't even make money, you know, scrubbing a toilet. I got to fucking, I'll go and do it myself. You just have to understand that there, you have to be prepared for this outside sabotage of whatever venture you're going to go into. Um, they could use, let's say you have uh, your service business or whatever, and you show up to a person's house. They could use that to fucking black bag you, and then you... 
you know, end up, you know, in a closet, you know, getting fed, you know, cold hot dogs and, and, and water through a hole for fuck for all, you know, like those could also be, you know, points where they could fucking kidnap you or whatever. Like, cause now you're having to like go around and meet new people that you don't know and you have to trust them. Like it's, this all sounds so silly, but bro, it gets out of control. Um, meanwhile, you have to also understand they're also going to be maintaining, uh, an ongoing smear campaign. So when, let's say you start complaining about this stuff, other people are going to be told narratives to explain things that you are trying to explain to other people. And, you know, uh, Joseph Goebbels did that, uh, is, which is the father of, uh, modern propaganda, a lot of people think it's Edward Bernays. He perfected the model and applied behavioral science to it. But Joseph Goebbels is the father of propaganda. And if you don't know who Joseph Goebbels is, Joseph Goebbels was literally Hitler's right-hand man. He was the chief propagandist. That was literally his title. In fact, a lot of people don't know, public relations is the name we gave to propaganda because there was literally, uh, countries literally had departments called the, the propaganda department. And, but after World War II, the word propaganda got a really bad name because of Joseph Goebbels and the Nazi party and whatever. So we literally changed the word, we changed the word from propaganda to public relations. A lot of people don't know that. So if you ever hear about public relations, it used to be just office of propaganda, you know, but yeah, public relations. But anyways, Joseph Goebbels invented this technique it's called the big lie technique. And what you do is you create a lie so big, right? That people would think there's no way you would invent, you would just make something up like that. And it's how horrible it is. First, you have to make it outlandish, right? This is literally the big lie strategy. You can go on Wikipedia right now. Pause my annoying voice. You know what I'm saying? Go to Wikipedia, type in the big lie. It goes right there. So you first you create a giant lie, something that is so horrible that nobody would ever lie about that. And then you make sure you repeat it over and 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 over again. Obviously wanting the person who you're saying it about to make sure that they can't say what they have to say. That's really important. You have to make sure you say something louder and over and over so that person can't fight. You know what I'm saying? Because it doesn't matter what's true. It matters what people are told. What is everyone, what is everyone told? You're just one voice. You know what I'm saying? And we're filtering your internet and you don't, and we're going to keep in, we're going to put you in a filter bubble so you can't see where we're smearing you online, in person, what have you. It's called the big lie strategy. You first, you have to create a very salacious lie, and then you just keep repeating it over and over and over again. And the reason why you keep repeating it over and over and over again, because the human brain, remember, going back to the seven scientific methods, I'm sorry, I, I keep saying six, it's actually seven. The seven scientific methods of persuasion by Dr. Caldini, behavioral scientist, um, was, remember from the uh, basic bitch psychological Remember that episode? And one of those, one of the, remember, one of the scientific principles is commitment and consistency. 
the human brain thinks if they are hearing the same information over and over again and they're and they're consistently hearing it everywhere then it has to be true it doesn't matter if i check the facts or not that's little remember commitment and consistency principle you can pause my voice right now and type in the uh, um the 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 seven methods of persuasion um some some places on the internet still have the six I think he just I think he just added one or I think he broke it up. I think commitment and consistency was one principle, but then he broke it up into two and that's why it's seven now. I don't know. But yeah. So that's one of the scientific methods of persuasion meaning scientific so it's it's that's important. Scientific meaning it's science meaning you can bet on it working every time like a math problem like 1 plus 1 equals 2. So like if I do this and I do this this will always happen. That's just how our brains are wired. But, uh, yeah, it started meandering. Yeah, yeah. It's called the big lie strategy, though. They're just going to keep repeating crazy shit over and over. And we, and what that piggybacks off of is the scientific method of persuasion, which is um, commitment, consistency. Because the human brain has all these shortcuts pre-wired into them just by years of over years of evolution and so like if you just you're tapping into things that are uh are we do as a as a as a as a motor response it's not even something we do consciously do you understand so but yeah they just they hijack that so if you're thinking about if you're thinking about like okay well they're not going to let me have a job. I'll just get my, I'll just start my own business or I'll do this. Like you have to understand it's going to be very controlled. They'll control your clients because like, it's literally right. That how you get, you know, found or whatever through the internet. If you try to do on foot networking, they'll go before you. And some of those people might go before you or somebody will go before you and like fucking smear you, bro. Like I've, it's so crazy. The amount of effort put into smearing me man like it is it blows my mind that is it's actually somebody's job to make sure people think crazy things about me that's a crazy that's an insane thing to under to really understand being at you know saying going through this thing now um for so long it's crazy to think that it is somebody's job to make sure I can't get my head above water on this. It's pretty bananas. But anyways, they'll just, they'll smear you. If you go to networking events or whatever, they'll still fucking smear you to those people. They will maybe go to the same networking event as you and get all the business cards. And then like email all those people hey did you know blah 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 yeah you know i i hear he's got like a he's in he's he's he has problems with the law or whatever these guys at one point they um there was this person with a closely similar name to mine um when you typed in my name it brought up this dude from texas with my same name, but his name was only spelled, last name was only spelled with one N. 
and he had a, a sexual predator charge or whatever to his um to him right and so when you would put in my name his like even though I've been building, you know, uh, I had a portfolio website that was building on lots of SEO, whatever they use this stuff called reverse SEO. It's basically something called a black hat SEO tactic where they spam your website with a bunch of links that point back to it from spam accounts to make sure that all the work that you've been putting in to maybe push your name up and make sure you come up first in search results, which was something which I was doing, believe it or not. Um, I was trying to create an identity for myself after I got my degree. Um, they use something called reverse SEO and they pushed my website down to like page, you know, 40 in the results. No one goes to page 40. And then they push this guy up to the front and then when they would go around saying crazy things about me, people would Google my name and then see that. Um, and what they were telling people was, is that's what I looked like when I, um, uh, I, I, uh, I, 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 uh, what's it called? Before I gained like a hundred pounds or something they said about me. It was crazy. Um, but then that was going around and it was some dude from Texas, but you know what I'm saying? People just believe what they're told, but it's crazy to think that it's somebody's full-time job. Like there is somebody who's paying his rent, probably a fucking team of people for all I fucking know. We're paying their rent um, just to, it, you know, basically step all over me. It's fucking crazy, dude. It's crazy to understand that. But yeah, getting to it, they'll do, they'll do that to your business. If you try to start a business to keep your head above water because they're keeping you from making money. So just be weary of that, dude. They're going to sabotage you in every way possible. Um... They'll do all sorts of crazy, like, it's not only just that, it's not only just business reputation or whatever, let's say, because um, it won't just be all out war right after the bat. It's, it usually follows the same scales of escalation as like literal war does, where, um, you know what I'm saying, we didn't drop the bomb. Like, if you think about World War II, we didn't drop the fucking nu the, 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 the nuke on Japan the first day we entered the war. You know what I'm saying? We built up to that. So it's not going to like, it's going to slowly build up over time. You know what I'm saying? It's going to follow general models of escalation. But don't do things like fucking um, steal all the gas from your car before you're, you know, even though you gassed up the night before to go meet a new client for this business. And so now you have to, and now you're going to be late. Because you were thinking, oh, I got like a tank full of gas because I was responsible last night. I know where I'm going. I, I, I last, you know, I don't know about you, but usually when, usually when, when I have like a job or a client that I'm going to meet the next day and I have to like drive to them or whatever, especially when I was running my own shop. This was before COINTELPRO. I ran my own business for seven years um, doing, uh, um, doing, uh, digital marketing and branding. But, um, I usually, me personally, if I have like a new client, so there's, so I'm not like following the directions on, I'll go to the place the night before, like at like 11 or there's no traffic and follow the route. So I know how to get there. So then the next day when I'm going, I don't 
it doesn't seem weird or foreign. I'm, I'm not late. I'm not trying to figure out where to park or whatever. So, you know, I do that. I've, I've always done that before, like on jobs or clients. I do that the night before. But so even if you do that, and uh, you fill up your gas tank or whatever. And you're like, okay, this is my first client of this new business I'm starting. They're trying to keep me from making money or whatever. They'll fucking slash your tires. They'll steal all your gas. They will sabotage your car. Um, I've already I've caught these motherfuckers trying to short out my wire system on my car recently. Um. They'll go and get into your car and sabotage the computer, right? If that's your means of trying to obtain this. And they'll keep doing this to you, but then communicating to you, hey, we told you to be small. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, they'll, 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 they'll signal like, stop, stop. When you, when we want you to have a job, you'll have one. When we want you to have a means of income, you'll get it when we're ready, etc. Um, so every time you face one of these struggles, well, how about this with me? They communicated stop. And I would just wouldn't stop. I just go buy a new tire or I would put the donut on and I'd rock it with the donut. And, and, uh, and until I could afford the next tire from that client, I would, then I would buy the new tire and I would just rock it with the donut and I'd make sure that I, park my car, you know, if I ever went to meet him at his business, I'd park it so you'd never see the donut, you know, or whatever I had to do, man, you just don't stop, someone keeps shoveling shit at you, you just keep going, and, um, you know what I'm saying, they'll fucking slash your tires, they will, uh, fuck with your car's computer system, believe it or not, um, these guys, I've caught them shorting out my wires, I mean, on my car now, my stereo don't even work, my dash cuts in and out, like, they're, they're, uh, I caught them breaking into the, the trunk of the car and they're just yanking out fucking, uh, fuses. Like they just, they will just, they just won't stop. They'll just, and every time they do something to tell me to stop, like I just keep going, but usually they'll, they'll, in my case, they pulled a jack move and then they said, are you going to stop? Or, you know, they communicated to me, are you going to stop? And I just didn't stop. I just kept going, kept going, kept going. They just keep fucking with my shit. It's pretty crazy, man, when they start hiring out third party and then they hire, like, local thugs to do this shit. Because most local thugs, they're fucking... They're not the brightest people. They're not the most emotionally intelligent. And, you know... A large portion of them are institutionalized, which means that they understand that their problems go away um, if they're, uh, uh, you know, saying if they use uh, violence. Um, Not that I'm fucking against, you know, protecting myself, but violence could be like fucking taking a baseball bat to your shit, slashing your tires or whatever. Like, that's how they fucking solve problems. If something, if they're told, hey, make sure this dude doesn't whatever, they're just like, okay, well, I'm just gonna keep fucking his shit up. I mean, that's just how they. It's it's pretty fucking crazy, dealing with those, dealing with a bunch of fucking smackheads. Oh yeah, also lots of. I don't. I mean, I don't know if in your part of town, but like, 
so many criminals around here in San Diego. Um, smoke, rocks, you know, meth. I mean, that drug will literally make you sell your baby. I mean, you can just pause my annoying voice and type in um, meth sell baby. And there's just like article, article after article after article of news article of a literal mom who ingested a drug and it literally reversed millions of years of evolution to make, you know, a mother completely uh, give her child away. And, and I mean, I've read some pretty crazy stories about that drug. I mean, whenever you read a story about a mother trying to sell her baby for money because she was so methed out, it's usually for like four grand, three grand, a human person. But like, think about a drug that can, if a drug can hijack your brain to reverse millions of years of evolutionary instincts, there's a, there's a huge, there's a huge likelihood that it's fucking up their ability to make sound decisions because it, you know, scientifically, if you don't know, meth, methamphetamine in any dose, in any dose hinders your brain's risk reward center, whatever that is. And I guess it makes it so you make very poor decisions, which is why you have mothers who sell their children for meth money. But like a lot of the criminals I deal with around here, because the cartel, you know, all these guys who are in the cartel out here, they get meth at wholesale, you know, and it just keeps, you know, and the bosses give it out to these guys because like it keeps them running all day long. You know what I'm saying? It keeps them going and get those fat envelopes, keeps them going to the girl, you know, going, you know, running girls and posting, you know, ads for John's on Craigslist and, you know, keeps them fucking slinging dope. So, you know, it it also helps them make money. So a lot of people here smoke dope. A lot of people smoke fucking meth. It's crazy. So having to deal with that shit is pretty crazy. But it's crazy when they get, when harassing you gets farmed out third party to local thugs. Um, thugs just don't understand. Like they're told that make sure he doesn't do X. Um... Most thugs, man, they just, yeah, they just uh, go straight into just being fucking bananas. And since a lot of them smoke rocks, um, it's even more bananas on top of that. But they do a lot of shit to sabotage even like your car. They will, uh, I remember when I was making these documentaries, they stole all my camera equipment. They just rent, they just came into my, they came into my parent, uh, uh, into my family member's house and they just said, we're taking this shit. And they took my fucking, they took my shit. They took my laptops. They took my camera gear. They took my sound gear. They took all my, my batteries for my cameras. Cause I was, Going to, I was, you know what I'm saying, making these, for after I made that JFK Jr. film, um, or investigation, like, they did not want me making anything else. They just came into the house and just took everything. They just took it. They just took it. To make it so I couldn't make any more shit. That's when I shifted over to making everything on my cell phone. See what I'm saying? Now they can't take my camera equipment. 
anymore. They can't take my laptops for editing. They can't. And now I, that's how that's literally the main reason why I had to learn to make everything on my cell phone because they were stealing laptops. They were stealing hard drives. They would just constantly be breaking into my shit to steal this shit to make it so I couldn't make any more shit. So that's why the Mesh News Project, I had to learn to make full link documentaries using f- $5 apps you know, on my on my fucking telephone. You know what I'm saying? Do you know how hard it took me to fucking learn a workflow to make that happen? Like, jeez. But yeah, they just, whatever effort you're going to do, they're going to sabotage it. But especially when running your own business. They can just, they they run it, bro. The U.S. government runs it all. They uh, they run the internet. They can make sure they can make it so your stuff goes viral or not, which is how a lot of like young up and coming. Um, I wouldn't call them a spook, but they're definitely there are a lot of of influencers, believe it or not, like micro influencers. And semi well known influencers in different spaces who are absolute wards of the intelligence community. That's how they, you know, their content jumps to the top of the algorithm so fast. Um, they put them in different segments of the influencer um, uh, 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 industry, right? For one's for tech, one could be for cars, one could be for computers, one could be. So they have a voice in all those channels of media, just like with the church committee hearings where we only had three channels of media back in the day. We had print, radio, and TV. But now, do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many segments. So they just... And that's how you have, like, people, like, type this in, bro. Tell me this dude isn't. There's a guy who's doing ice plastic ice cube tray reviews, getting millions of verified views. Like that's just an example. Like you have to understand, there's quite a few influencers who end up reaching the top of the algorithm because they are wards of the intelligence community at some point. But anyways, they can control the algorithm. They control where you see. They can shadow ban you and make sure no one sees you on Yelp, on business listings. Um, they can make it so your website is constantly down. They can hack your website. They can steal your client's information. They can set you up with purposeful nightmare clients. So like you go through a situation and they'll sabotage the job. And then those people will then try to, uh, those people who were tasked with doing that to you and then they'll try to smear you in that industry whatever industry it is that you work in fucking they just can get you in every in every which way i'm sorry i meandered a little bit on this man but you just really have to understand they will just they will just fucking get you man and especially since the u.s government sorry i have to uh there we go. We'll make it power now. Um, yeah, they were yanking some shit out of my car, so now I need this special thing to start my fucking car. Can you believe that? They just—they're just constantly sabotaging this fucking my load. But uh, yeah, man, the U.S. government—they control everything, and since most, 
99% of commerce is done online in some form. I mean, even most old people have used the internet now. I mean, my, my mother is 70. She has an email address. She gets on that email. She gets on Facebook. I mean, she's 70. So there's not really anybody who doesn't use the internet now to communicate to figure out if they're gonna you know what business they need if they need something or whatever i mean you got seven year olds using the internet professionally it's kind of not you know it's all commerce is online now so just be ready for that and be ready for the other ways that they could sabotage you and even if it seems like a coincidence you need to understand like a constant barrage of coincidence after a while, it's like you start to understand like when I'm not watching, people are sabotaging shit and um or you know or like I said, sometimes they just get blatant because a lot of these contractors will hire local thugs because they can't be seen doing this shit. And thugs, like I said, a lot of them smoke rocks. They don't make good decisions. So they're just very blunt and blatant. They'll just come and steal your camera equipment. They'll just come and Steal your business. They'll steal all the tools for your business. If you, that's how you're gonna get money, making money. They'll still just steal the tools. Um, they will, uh, yeah. I mean, if you have a work truck, they'll fucking. If they have to, they'll plow their car into your work truck. You know what I'm saying? To get you to stop being able to make money using your work truck. Like they, it's just constant in a barrage, and. I felt like I needed to make this, tell you about this, because as you're getting knocked down Maslow's Pyramid, I mean, I don't know about you, some people are easily defeated, I'm so ornery, I'm so stubborn, um, I don't quit, I only stop when I can't physically move forward, or my health is just to the point where I just, I just can't. Like, the past week and a half, I haven't been doing the news. This, this radiation shit, man, it's just... Bro, you got no idea. I mean, until you're getting hit with this radiation shit on a daily basis, and you understand how it affects your biology, and how it affects, like... Oh, look, man, our bodies never evolved to deal with this. We... We evolved inside of the, you know, the Earth's magnetic field. You're, there's nothing that's going to prepare you for it. And having it being used on you as like a daily method of assault. Like you'll go through a hardcore year of it just being every time it happens, you're devastated. Um, yeah, so I haven't been doing the news. I just don't, uh, you know what I'm saying? I will chit. I've, I think the most I've done is I chit chat with people and I just watch videos I just yeah I just still have the uh yeah I just physically just can't get to that space where I'm I'm doing that or I'm working under a cognitive load I just it sucks anyways you don't care about that you care about these great tips we don't care about that, Steve. We care about the tips. Sorry, man. I'll get you guys the tips. If you start a business, they will sabotage it. And you're gonna it's gonna be uphill battle. And there's just a million ways. And there's gonna be zero accountability. 
for the people doing it to you because they're doing it on behalf of the U.S. government, whether that be through second-party contractors or third-party thugs that the contractors hire because the government needs three degrees of separation. So you can't say that they did it on their behalf. Don't quit. Don't fucking quit. Don't quit. If someone tries to tell you what you have to do, if someone says you can't do something, if somebody says, I need you to be small, like these cunts said to me, tell them, go fuck yourself. Tell them, motherfucker, no. Um... Just, yeah, man, you really just have to go until the wheels fall off because I've tried not, I've literally tried not doing anything. Did you know that? I think I've told you guys that before. I remember I didn't watch TV. I remember I didn't use my cell phone. I remember I didn't go on the internet. I didn't do anything. All I did was um, I would literally turn the TV on into another, because literally they told me don't watch TV. Basically, what their fear was was that somebody was going to try to use media to get a message to me because I, blur, I, I uh, blurted out that shit about the JFK Jr. shit and I didn't know it was some information that could severely damage the Bush and Cheney's political careers. It wasn't even like I wasn't I didn't wasn't living a life anti Bush and Cheney like I didn't I didn't give a fuck about those motherfuckers I just saw some shit you know what I'm saying but and these motherfuckers just hate me I mean now I hate those motherfuckers now and now I fucking I, you know what I'm saying fuck them and you know now I've done all this crazy research and all this horrible shit that they've done. Um, finding out that wiki, you know, that wiki leak that came out showing that basically the Iraq and Afghanistan war was a war that was used to wash, uh, basically launder taxpayer dollars, so your money, out of the gov- U.S. government and into the hands of transnational, transnational national security elite of, you know what I'm saying, people who have ties to the military-industrial complex. It was basically a giant, it was a 20-year-long means of laundering trillions, literally trillions of dollars. Um, the fact that we're learning with, you know, how these mega-rich people, when they have these huge sums of money, like trillions of dollars, how they hide it with the Panama Papers. We found out that that's how they, you know, how they hide this kind of money from uh, from people. So basically, those these those motherfuckers just created a fake twenty year long, two decade long war just to steal a bunch of money from taxpayers. And now they've got Vanguard, which is the Bush Sovereign Wealth Fund. I mean, man, I wonder how they're putting all that those trillions of dollars to work that they stole. You know, <laughs> fucking a. But yeah, before I didn't, I never hated these motherfuckers. I didn't have any hate. I didn't, there was not one day I went to sleep thinking like, you know, shaking my fist being like, oh, that Bush and Cheney, uh, you know what I'm saying? The, their family better not try. I'd had, 
no intention. Guys, I just didn't know um, I had some information that made their asshole wince. But now I fucking hate them because I've encountered the shit that they do. And you have to really understand these are if if any one of them puts on some sort of front. Like I'm one of the people. I'm just a cowgirl. I'm just um I'm just a Texan. I'm out here cutting my brush. You guys remember when Bush did that on TV? President of the United States, but he was on camera cutting up some brush with his chainsaw. This it's all it's just all this giant performance. It's crazy. Don't quit. But anyways, don't quit, man. They're going to, these motherfuckers are going to try to fucking smash you. And just understand every day that you wake up, you're their problem. And if you need any reason to keep going, just that is a great reason. Is every day you wake up and those, and some motherfucker says, great, he's up. And you live another day and you're and it's another day that you have they have to worry about you. That they have to keep their boot on your neck. In this when I'm in this program, I can tell you there isn't much to look forward to or move forward to in this program. There's a lot, a lot to look forward to. They do that on purpose. You don't, I will tell you, man, I've never thought that it, I would ever go to a part of my life where I would stop giving a fuck about the future, which is a really weird thing because I've always been thinking about, yeah, I want to do this. I want to start this business. I want to move on it like this. I want to fucking do this with it. You know, in, in three years, I'm hoping to you know, have this amount of revenue. I remember when I started my business, you know, and then I want to move on and I want to scale it up and then I want to bring on a, you know, a temporary guy. And, you know, whenever I had overflow work, he can get that done. And then once I got him trained on my method of work, then I would have him doing full time. And then he can take my workload. Like I would plan for the future and plan for the future and plan ahead. And this whole situation, man, being in this program eventually gets to the point where they don't give you any hope you stop thinking about the future. It's so crazy. You stop thinking about the future. You just think about, I need to get through today. And, you know, I've been in this shit for 10 years. Everyone keeps saying, um, 2017, like, no, you don't understand. This radiation shit and then poisoning my food has been happening since 2011. Um, I've had some people tell me, well, they heard it wasn't like, no, 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 you don't understand. Uh, fucking 2011 at the time, I just thought I was having some really weird health problems. I remember going to the hospital thinking I had something called an, a heart angina. Um, I thought I was... Yeah, bro, it just, what was happening was uh, they were making me ingest things in my food that would then later harm me down the road, down later on that day or whatever. 
I remember I was having just the worst time sleeping. I remember the time I went to lay down for bed. I felt super nauseous. I didn't know that was my body reacting to the radiation I was being exposed to. They put it up underneath my bed. Back in 2011, I lived in a... Um, a uh, an RV on somebody's property to save money because I was growing my small business and I wanted to save money everywhere possible and uh, yeah so so 2011 this is since 2011 this has been happening but anyways I've been in this over a decade and I will tell you there did come a time when I stopped thinking about the future. I remember I'd be, I would think things like, man, this is really going to hold me back in my marketing career or whatever. Because if you're in marketing or advertising, you need to constantly be working on something they call it your book. And you constantly need to be working on new projects and you need to be challenging like, like, um, oh, you know, this technology came out. Oh, this thing came out. You need to be finding a way you can integrate that into a client's campaign. And then you need to try to do such a good 360 job on it. 360 means you do like a full digital campaign, print, web, direct mail, email, um, content, whatever. Um, and then roll it out and it has to be good enough for your book or whatever. And I would, and I would, so you in marketing advertising, you're constantly working on your book because if you don't stay relevant and all the new shit that's coming, um, you kind of fall by the wayside and then, you know what I'm saying? You just get stuck uh, doing bullshit. But I remember, so I would always be constantly thinking of, you know, my career and moving forward on it. After I started, you know, uh, getting going forward and there was just a point when I stopped thinking about my career and I just thought about, man, I hope I get through today because like getting the radiation shit shot at you, getting your food poisoned, them letting you know, yeah, we are fucking poisoning your food. What are you going to do about it, motherfucker? You're going to go to the police? Yeah, yeah. We, we fucking own the cops, dude. Remember? They tried to put you in a nut house. Last time, and we made you go through like five hours of extensive uh, evaluations, constantly trying to trying to trip you up to make you say things that you don't necessarily mean. Try to make you doubt yourself. Try to like they were they were trying to do that, and they did that to me multiple times, trying to get me put in a nut house. They play like these word games for hours, bro, trying to. Well, do you feel like hurting yourself? How do you know you don't want to hurt yourself? Do you suppress those feelings? Like they ask you like something in a button in a, like 19 different ways. They ask you the same thing. And, but do you know what I'm saying? But they have like primer questions and then they'll make you doubt yourself. It's so crazy, bro. They try to fucking, they have all these head games. But yeah, they uh, use, they poison my food. Um, radiation shit, the smears, the enhanced torture. There comes a time when you stop thinking about the future and you just, I want to get through today. And then that just becomes your life. And it's been that way for quite a few years. 
for the first couple, three, four years in this program, I would hold on to the idea of, man, when these guys are done fucking with me, I'm going to be so glad to get back to work. I'm going to be so glad to get my start my life again or whatever. And like, after a while, you start to understand like, oh, that's, that's not going to happen, especially because of who my secret admirers are. And then it transitioned and you just think about the day. But what gets you through every day, I know I went that long route to, to, to explain this because I really think you guys are going to understand what gets you through every day is knowing that those these motherfuckers, every day that I wake up, these motherfuckers say, fuck. So, that's my motivation. That seems silly, but they, uh, you know, they take quite a bit of bullshit out of your, they take quite a bit of wind out of your sails. I'm not one of those people who gets real emo. I don't I don't believe in I believe, you know, if you have if you get depressed and it's not being medically induced, I have a whole podcast on that, how they can medically induce depression. Because this whole because of they understanding the side effects of pharmaceuticals on people. Um, but I don't I'm not one of those people who believes in emo. I'm always one of those people who thinks like if I feel a bit emo, it probably means I need to go take a walk. I probably need to go get some fucking exercise and some endorphins going or something. You know, maybe I need to not drink soda for the next, and caffeine for the next three days. Like, I've always been somebody who's like, am I depressed or am I just being a pile of shit? And this is my body telling me that. But, um, so I don't get depressed. But I will tell you that they do take the motherfucking wind out of your sails. And there'll be a time... I don't know when that shift happened for me, but I know it happened and it's been a while, but I remember what it felt like to think about the future and my career and having a five and 10 year plan. And, um, I don't, I don't, that is, it's not what I, I, now I just, I want to make sure I love myself, meaning I'm not going to let these motherfuckers tell me what I can and can't do for the day, which they use through various forms of intimidation. They'll blast radiation at me. Um, like I said, it's invisible and it's using a radiation assault. It's invisible and it's, you can, it doesn't make a sound. It's kind of this like a brilliant way to, um, harm somebody or send a message don't do that do that go here don't go here whatever you just get these little zaps it doesn't feel like a zap but i'm just using it as a term like a verb these little blurbs these little blubs of radiation you go oh and then like um you know they start posturing or they use that crypto means of nonverbal communication um, but all I do now is I wake up and I just respect myself. I know I'm worth something and that, um, I'm going through a fucking horrible situation that is otherworldly and every day I want to wake up from it, but it's all I can keep doing is just 
every day I wake up and I just think about that day. Which is why doing the daily news helps out so much. Because I get to think about that day. And I, you know, scour the news. I, I enjoy it. So if I'm not doing it, you have to understand, I really enjoy doing that. So if you don't see me posting um, daily news, which I know you guys, some of you guys have uh, messaged me about. It's just because I feel like dog shit. I actually enjoy it. It's Since I'm only thinking about that day, it's the best way to start my day is just thinking about the day thinking about it strategically what happened that day um but yeah man this stuff really defeats you and you start to understand like oh this is this might be my forever life and so all you do is you just think about the day getting through the day making sure you can not be shot by this shit for as as little as possible for the day trying to manage your very meager resources through the day um and then um, thinking about how you're going to end that day and then start another day it's pretty gnarly anyways if you're going to start a business to circumvent their um Assault on your means to uh, uh, means to earn an income to survive. Just know they're gonna they're gonna fucking sabotage that shit, and they just own the infrastructure to do so. And here it is, here's the thing: you have to understand. A lot of these guys go aggro because they farm this shit out third party to organized crime or. And then the second party, the contractors, are usually running the... Well, a majority of them are usually running the digital part of uh, your um, harassment and monitoring your traffic and stepping on things that you do or whatever. You know, even though they can't constitutionally do any of this shit, they, you know, there's no checks and balances. But, um, so, but... Because it's being handled second and third party and the U.S. government's not engaging in it, most of those U.S. government employees, they at least know your rights. But once you have contractors getting involved who are more removed from the government part of it, like, we have to obey the Constitution, but you know, well, we're a corporation. And then they're hiring criminals, third party, to even deal with it out even further. And those are fucking criminals. They don't pay attention to the Constitution. It's... It gets really aggro because there's no, there's already no checks and balances for the system. But then you start getting further and further removed. You know, second party, third party. And it gets crazier and crazier as you keep fanning out because they're, I mean, there's even less chance of getting caught, even less chance of checks and balances. And if those guys do get caught, you know, the police just don't arrest them or they're told hands off. It's, bananas but so it might be pretty aggro on how they're going after your new business um but just understand that uh it's because you know they're so far removed from the people who should be doing this but since they can't be seen doing it um that's why i personally think that's why shit gets so out of control because the quality control you know 
a fucking a methed out criminal don't give a fuck about your constitutional rights <laughs> even less so than some fucking uh contractor some dhs contractor and even less so than some you know um black op um wing of you know the intelligence of an intelligence agency or department of homeland security agency or whatever like even less so than them so you know what i'm saying as you fan out like it just it gets gnarlier i think because the quality control but as long as they get the job done i don't think uncle sam gives a fuck but just know they're gonna take your they're gonna fuck your business up and be prepared for it and just fight the fucking fight man if it gets hard and you're just like, oh my fucking God, I can't every day with this shit, every day with just, just know every day that you wake up and you're still alive, there's a high chance that the people who put you on that shit list say, fuck, he made it another day. That should fucking get you through the fucking day is that they don't want you to be a pain in their ass. Make, you know what I'm saying? Like. Just keep going, dude. Don't stop. It sucks. Don't stop. Nobody fucking cares. But don't stop. Just fucking keep going. I hope this message finds you as I broadcast from San Diego from deep inside the filter bubble. We have had an update to how we are hosting this movie. Um, I was already getting a report from lots of people saying we can't see the movie. It says this movie's not available in our area. Some people say this movie has been removed. Thanks for bringing that to my attention because I was just sitting there just like, man, there's so many of you guys, you know, who tune into the podcast and, um, you know what I'm saying? I got some high numbers for these, uh, for these director commentary episodes. And, um, it, now this totally makes sense because now YouTube is sent me a copy strike notice on our backup channel and our, um, native channel for the mesh news project where we're hosting the film um it says that it is full it says that it's full of misinformation from covid even though i literally took all all the material from this movie is made from clips i procured off youtube so how is this information illegal do you understand like how is this information illegal if i downloaded it all from their platform i guess they just don't like the order of how i put things isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? So it's not illegal content if it's not put in larger context for a giant grift. Do you understand? Like how crazy is that? But yeah, all the stuff, all the stuff that's on my, on this movie is all pulled from YouTube, all YouTube clips. So how is it something that is? Well, well, I'll tell you. First, it was telling me that I had copyright notice, right? And then I, then I kept getting reports that then I, then that this content was, um not suited for minors. And then I got a takedown notice and in that order, but I, you know what I'm saying? I just went back and started checking some of the, uh, of the podcast platforms and people reporting broken link. They said this movie's not available in my area, etc. So yeah, I'm sorry. So we've had to move the movie to Odyssey, which sucks because it really, you know what I'm saying? It really hurt the debut of this film. Obviously that was most likely on purpose. But so we've had to switch to Odyssey. You don't need an app to use Odyssey. Odyssey is a video sharing platform, but they don't have regulations on 
what you can post, etc. It's kind of like how Elon has made Twitter. He just free speech. You know what I'm saying? People can say what they want, and then you make sense of the information that you know what I'm saying you take in. So we're on Odyssey. I've updated all the links and all the podcast descriptions. So please refer to that Odyssey link because um, for some reason this information is illegal in YouTube's eyes, even though I pulled it all off of YouTube. Isn't that crazy? Anyways, I appreciate all the support. I love all the comments. Um, I'm sorry I'm taking a while to get back on feedback. I'm still uh, recovering from COVID. But um, yeah, thanks for giving me that update. And now I'm really understanding what's going on, especially now I see these comments of people saying they said it's not available in my area. I live in the United States. Like, that's, I can't believe that. So, yeah, we're on Odyssey now. So, go ahead and check out the film on Odyssey. Thanks, you guys. Go ahead and refer to that link in the description. It's in between the two finger-pointing arrow hands. Thanks.